good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you from the 469 out here at the blue water in port sandlack with me as always is phil nickel absent is mikey smith the ghc the glory, the glory hole cowboy but we're hoping he'll make an appearance and joining us is the creator of cornygrapefruit.com Right, the, uh, the mastermind behind it, Anthony Filkins, the legend himself. Oh, thank you, thank you so much for the warm introduction, fellas. It's great to be back on the pod. <laughs> feels feels great. Feels great. Feels awesome. Feels like riding a bike, only you fell off a few times. Yeah, well, I fell off a few times. Uh, I I can't really ride a bike. If I'm if I'm being honest with you, yeah. Never never. This guy never taught me. That makes no. a lot of sense. You know, there's a thing called training wheels out there. Did you ever? You probably you the way you go, you go extreme. You probably said no training wheels. Well, yeah, he, like, he actually got me training wheels, but he put them on a unicycle. Oh and my I, god! I, I just never got the hang of it. You yeah, know, it was it was the, the side to side you got just fine, but not the front to back. Right, right, yeah. He, well, I mean, he's not real coordinated as it is. No, no. Well, when he when I was like uh, you know learning to balance on that unicycle, he'd he'd grab a cane, right, and he'd, he'd just whack my shins, right, and that that just it you know put me off balance for well, the rest of my life. Really. And if you ever got rolling, he shoved it in the spokes, right? Oh, absolutely. The, uh, absolutely. the shins are very accessible on a unicycle. Oh, a hundred percent. And it taught, yeah. you know it taught me to accept failure, and it taught me that sometimes the ones that I love will make me fail. And that that or was hurt the first you the time, most. That yeah. was the first time I'd witnessed failure because I had right. So yeah, no, how absolutely. did you feel the first time you saw him fail? And you're like, I don't know how to deal with this. I was like, well, look at him. <laughs> no, he just, I, I actually remember very vividly. Uh, it was not long after I came out of the womb. Um, I, I had done something. I had made some sort of sound wrong in his, in his eyes. You were off key? Yeah, I was off key. And he pointed and laughed. He laughed like a hyena in that hospital room. The yeah. doctors actually had to had to grab him, pull him out of the room, so so that I would stop crying. They they swatted him, and I was like, "Do it again!" You ever, <laughs> again? You ever seen one of those? Uh, and this this might just be my you know baby brain messing memories up. You ever seen those like real crazy spiky demon masks out of Japan? Like the, yeah, the hyena yeah. masks? Yeah, yes. yeah. That's what his face looked like. Oh, of course it did. Yeah, and he was laughing maniacally as they took you away to get circumcised too, wasn't he? Oh yeah, dude. He's like, well, you don't deserve your foreskin. Well, he yeah, he actually burned it at a at a pyre not long after as a sacrifice to the gods. Yeah, <laughs> as is, as is tradition. I wore a uh, I wore a devil mask every time I fed him for the first three years. <laughs> You know, I'll tell you guys when I uh, when I have a child, right? When I've got my own little son, I'm not going to touch him for the first four years. There you go. Right? I'm just. I wish I'd have went there. Not, route. not the gonna, mistakes. Right. I won't. I won't Don't touch coddle him. him right? right. I won't talk to him. No, there's not going to. There won't be the opening for any coddling. Right. And then uh, you know, once once he hits that like four years old mark, right? I'm going to walk into his room one night after his mother's tucked him in again, not having touched him his whole life. I'm going to grab him by the shoulders. I'm just going to shake him. I'm just going to start shaking him. And uh, that will be his. Uh, and after that, after that, I'm going to parent him totally normally, right? As if nothing has happened. And uh, I just want to. I just want to see. You know, it's one of one of those unethical experiments that I think would be real interesting. To, Highly unethical. I like it. Yeah. You know, when you were little, your mom would tuck you in. You'd be wrapped up in that little blanket all nice. I would go in to your room, steal your blanket, yep. and then go turn the uh, thermostat down to 60. I remember those nights. <clears throat> I, I, you know, I always thought there was some sort of and he would demon. Dip, he, or, he would dip your pacifier in aura gel so your whole mouth was numb all night. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that makes sense. That makes sense. So you were cold, numb, and alone with no blanket. Aura gel one night, red hot the next. Yeah, there you go. No, we, Just we mix had, it up. We had to mix yeah. it up, yeah. You had to keep me on my toes. Right. Or sometimes two in a row. You do not want a distinct pattern. 
Well, yeah, sometimes and, it was both. Yeah. Sometimes, well, sometimes it was neither. Sometimes he just stuck my pacifier in the freezer for like four hours. Yeah. And I, I got frostbite on yeah. my gums. Yeah. Dude, I will baby. tell you, I learned this the hard way with him, that biofreeze is not diaper rash ointment. Nope. <laughs> nope. Is that where part of your scrotum went? Dude, I'll tell you what, there is still stuff malfunctioning down there. It is It is bad, and it's his fault. Just the disaster. And I, I, I'll be honest, I cry. A lot. I cry a lot. A lot. Well, to be honest, I cry a lot too, but for other reasons. So. Well, yeah, I mean, there are various reasons why I find yeah. myself shedding tears. Um, but that, that's one of them. That's one of the many. That's one of the many. That's one, one of, of the many. S- one of the many. One, one of, of the several. One of the many. One of the many related to him. <laughs> I, found, I found a new... Uh, There's a direct correlation. Thing to yes, play in the yes. background. All right. What do we got? It's uh, the best of Leslie Nielsen farting on television. <laughs> He farts on television. Just put it out there, and uh, we'll take a look at it. Well, you always just whip me to death when I come on this show. No, no, you no. Do. But I just see that some people may not have. There it is. That's now. That's the. Uh... It's just a prop. We use it in an airplane, and I have so much fun with it, so I just carry it around with me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's. Did he actually fart? <laughs> yeah. what? Leslie Nielsen, ladies. No, gentlemen. he's got like a little start now. Little fart thing. thing. Did you hear the starter pistol? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty solid. That is good he, stuff. He's one of my favorites anyways. Oh, he's, he's hilarious. <laughs> Airplane is so <laughs> dumb, it's hilarious. You know, I actually ran into Leslie Nielsen at the grocery store the other day. Really? Yeah. How did that he, go? Well, so I, I walk up to him, right? And I'm, I'm kind of starstruck. And uh, I'm like, hey, man, you know, it, it's great to see you. And uh, I just... You know, I didn't want to be a, a douche and at, walk up and ask for a picture. And he cuts me off and he goes, like you're doing right now. Right. And I, I look at him. I'm kind of wide-eyed. and go, oh, what? And he, go, he looks at me and he gets closer. And he goes, what, what, what? And he's like opening and closing his fist in front of my face. Wow. And I was, I was kind of flabbergasted. So I, I backed off and I'm like, oh, all right, man, have a good day. And he kind of chuckles as I walk away. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I actually get towards the end of my shopping trip. Um, I'm checking out and... I, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of the not about that self checkout stuff. So I, I'm at a right. I'm at a real person brick and mortar, right? And uh, it's, it's, I'm checking out, and this guy is Leslie Nielsen. He's walking out with like 15 Crunch Bars. Really? Like, like it, dude, it was crazy. It was like it was like he thought he couldn't be seen or something. But uh, right. like dude, he was invisible. Yeah, no, he thought he was invisible. And then this uh, this lady at the checkout, this cashier, she like. She she calls him out. She's like, "You got to pay for those." And he, he kept saying, "What? What?" Like he like he was tired and he couldn't hear. Her. And then uh, you know he he go he goes to the checkout eventually, and he talks to or he tells her to scan all the all the like fifteen twenty crunch bars. Right? He says, "I want you to scan these one at a time to prevent any electrical interference." Like really? I, I don't even think that's a word. I no. And it just it it put me off, man. It really put me off, especially considering Leslie Nielsen's dead. Yeah, no, that's the weirdest part. That was it was wild. So that is pretty. Part strange. of it is he's dead, and part of it was he was deaf too. Yeah, no, he was deaf, and he 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 didn't like his electrical inveterance. Yeah, yeah, that's quality. That's quality content. That's news you can use right there. That's dude. I I have been called the Walter Cronkite of my generation, <laughs> not by anybody important or but no, but knowledgeable it, on the it. subject. Yeah. yeah. It's more of a vibe. Just yeah, it's, a, it's a Walter Cronkite yeah. vibe. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I can see that. 
That's not a terrible vibe. No, no. I mean, I mean, he was the most trusted man in America at one point. Exactly. So they say. If I can, if I can con people into trusting me, what can't I do? Right. Absolutely. You could start another that's, world of the worlds. That's most of the battle. Really, yeah. is just trust. just conning people into that trusting is, that you. That is half the battle. Isn't that what life yeah. is? It's just basically conning people into trusting you. Yeah, you know, playing the game, playing the game of social interaction. Right. Faking your personality, putting on different masks in order Swanky to... Swanky airs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Different personas. Like, I have, yeah. I have like, in my closet, I have, like, 23 different personas. Yeah? Yeah. It's tough. It's really tough. It is. That is tough. They get I'm, confused I'm so sorry. once in a while. I'm so sorry so many of you are in the closet, Phil. They're having fun in there. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I, I keep, bet. I keep my personalities personally in a credenza. Yeah? <laughs> I just feel that that's proper. That is proper. Credenza, That's probably uh, smart. Credenza is the proper storage for personality, personas, yes. What does that make uh, bodegas the proper storage for? Uh, various things you can purchase that you never thought a bodega would have, like eggs and margarine and shit like that. I don't, I don't think very many places are purchasing eggs at this point in time. No, who's got that kind of resources? Not me. Not me. Egg farmers. Egg farmers. They're living high off the hog right now. Dude, I bet, I bet those motherfuckers are raking it in. You know it, goddammit. I actually saw somebody post on Facebook that they had eggs. We have a ton of eggs uh, for two fifty a dozen. And seven minutes later, they posted on that same post, we are out of eggs. We are now out of eggs. Dude, we, we got we to gotta figure out some sort of scam to capitalize on this. I mean, not a scam, a legitimate business venture to capitalize on this, guys. Well, yeah, Start you laying get eggs. chickens, you feed them, and you have them lay eggs. That seems that's like a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's can we synthetically create eggs? Can you like three D print the shells and we can I, just yeah. you know I could I could take we a can just look put at like that. we can buy egg beaters and just fill them with them. That's so, a that's a good one. Yeah, you can buy reusable egg shells. Those yes. plastic two piece eggs. Oh. Yeah, and and then just fill them with some gooey substance. What if we purchase Russian nesting dolls that are shaped like eggs? And then when you crack an egg over your pan, it's just another egg. It's another, just another egg, egg comes and out, and then you crack another that egg, egg another, and another egg. egg. And it yeah. goes goes forever until you crack the last little egg. It's like the size of a grain of sand. And you crack it, and there's nothing. And you get nothing. I've been trying to breed a a type of chicken that a lays Russian that nesting egg. egg chicken. Yeah, that would be man. Well, that I think the Putin, tough part about that. I is, think Putin's trying to do the same thing. I'm not gonna lie. He's he doesn't give a shit about well, Ukraine. That, that, He's just yeah, trying to. Be, no, dude. Every time I breed one. They just take off and attack something. Right. They're aggressive, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, very. Very. With no shirt on. Super. Yeah, super Riding aggressive. Riding a bear. Yes. Riding bears. I don't <laughs> know. It's weird. You know, that's one of those weird things. I mean, I, guess, I imagine the toughest part of breeding those chickens is getting one chicken inside of another chicken. Yeah. And then getting those two inside of a really, third. It's tough. You know, <laughs> if you shove a chicken inside of a chicken and then shove another chicken inside of it, that's no. It's, it's it's, a, that's the most difficult part of the endeavor. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a tiered process. You right. know, there there are a lot of steps to it. Because generally, those... shoving one chicken inside of another, you can keep it alive. But the third one is a lot more tricky. But the fourth one is infinitely the, more. The fourth one, it's yeah. Right. The difficulty stacks exponentially. It's like the, the scale, right? When yeah, it comes yeah, to yeah. like hotness of hot sauces, like 
That's like why 100 Scovilles is a lot different than than 1,000. So I had mastered that part of it. Yeah. That's why now I only try and nest Cornish game hens. Oh, way oh you're off the way chicken. Tougher. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. This way is, tougher. This it's is a good. level of difficulty. Like turkeys are amateur level shit. Oh, oh they're, yeah. they're so they're such turkeys want to be inside of each size other. Yeah. Bird yeah. 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 Like yeah. You, can get, you can get small turkeys and put them in big turkeys. Every I've, turkey wants to be the, up another turkey's ass. It's just it's just nature. Yeah, no, that's turkeys. The turkey. That's way. turkey one on one right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basic turkey sociology. Basic turkey. When you make a turducken, Not which jive of course turkey. is turkey, duck, and chicken, yeah, yeah. the next logical step is a rabbit, and then a squirrel, and then like a partridge. See, I, I would argue that a, so that a seagull fits in there somewhere. But now you're mixing like... It's not Chinese food. No, no okay. See, that's... So you're mixing mammals with birds. That's a little weird. Yeah, that's that's kind of like dogs eating cat food. Is that like Happy know, Family like, in Chinese restaurants where they've got like, you know, three different kinds of, of meats? Yes. You know, they have cat, all cat dog, and chicken. Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry. Cat, dog, and seagull. Even though they claim turducken. Yeah. Cat, dog, and seagull. Cat, so, dog. The rumor apparently south of the thumb is that a few Chinese restaurants up here have been caught serving seagull. That's you know pretty what? good that goddamn seagull. Taste, yeah, taste, yeah, it's real tasty. If I'm catching any parasites from that. Well, I think as long as you bring it up to temperature, you'll be okay. Yeah, no, exactly. As long as they're not cutting any other corners, I'm all right. That's 100. I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah, like if I can... <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be angry about it. I no. mean, that's just wasted energy. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what they do. And, and I, know, I know my fat ass isn't going to stop eating it. And you know the Chinese feed upon wasted energy and fat people because that's what they love. That's true. Yeah. That's how they view true. Americans. Rich, fat, love to waste energy. Yes. Chinese people do not waste energy because that's when they could be working in a sweatshop. That's so true. speaking of fat yeah. people, do you want to hear an interesting story? Yes. And I, I may have mentioned this to you a long time ago, but I know I've never told it on the podcast. So apparently, when you cremate someone, there's right. a formula based on their body fat that you have to adhere to. Kind of uh, like grilling a porterhouse. <clears throat> yeah, because once the burning that, that fire can get out of control in a fucking oh, hell of a hurry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and then you got flame, then you don't have any eyebrows. Right. Yeah. Well, so, I suppose well, they, they wouldn't care about their eyebrows. Well, if you're being cremated, you don't give a fuck yeah, about that. that. But you're talking about exactly. grilling a porterhouse. Right, right, right. Sorry, I just wanted to tie it all in. No, it makes it, sense, makes sense. Yeah. Have you ever seen anybody that works in a crematorium? They're skinny. No eyebrows. And they're skinny. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, well. they see what... They've had flare-ups, man. And once you smelled human fat and flesh burning... Long peak, you're never gonna get that out. Of, long peak, you're never gonna get that out dude, of your nostrils. Oh yeah, dude. oh yeah, that that long pig catches you. That long pig, man. Yeah. Dude, yeah. See, that's that's why I'm a bit iffy though. I, I've never seen a skinny mortician. In fact, I I actually have a sample. So maybe size being that- fat, maybe being fat <laughs> is maybe being fat is better then. Well, so here's the thing. Better, better for the mortician. Cleaner burn. If cleaner you, burn. If you are fat, once the burning process has started, they need to turn off all the fuel that is burning you because. Your fat will just burn and like finish the job, right? So they have to like, just like finishing a nice porterhouse, exactly. Yeah, you know, so they, they have to turn it off. But a recently there was a lull in how fast they could, uh, how fast they could turn around cooking somebody. So, um, so, in this so wait, a second, wait a second, I want to, I just want to, to talk about something for a brief moment. Yeah, here. yeah, if you are cremating human remains. Is efficiency and doing it fast really something you want to do? Is that what they aim for? I'm just asking. No, asking for a friend. No, apparently this is because so that you it's not about the efficiency, it's about the heat that is generated. Okay. So apparently human fat 
is like a super fuel for and fueling it, a fire. And it makes yeah. great soap, I've heard, too. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So they uh, there was a crematorium in the area that had a new guy. Fucking new guy. Fucking and, uh, new guy. He just set the temp and walked away. And oh, my God. And, and just didn't damn near burned off. the place down, didn't, didn't he? Didn't turn it off when he got to a certain point. Whew. And he literally melted down the, uh, the crematorium, and it literally made people wait weeks to get their... Uh, the remains, the back? remains back from people. Damn. All because of like some 450 pound do? dude. The new guy, huh? Yep, the fucking, new guy. Fucking new guy. Fucked Sorry, you know, the new guy fucked up our oven, man. Yeah. You know, you know, we knew we should have hired him because he did the same thing at Little Caesars. <laughs> well, I was just going to say there's also a, a, a wait to get your pizza. That's right. Your hot and ready's were not. Uh, he did the same thing at Little Caesars, man. Yep. All those burnt bubbles. Oh shit! In the pizza crust were his oh, fault. Oh man, yeah. He's, he's, you think he was putting long pig on the pizzas? Probably. Boy, that is not. I think if you're a restaurant, you need to make sure that you don't have somebody moonlighting at a crematorium. At a crematorium, no, that makes. I, I think you'd have to have the same uh, level level of care taken if they're if they're working at a like any sort of moratorium, any place that handles dead bodies. Could you imagine the grease fire? From a 425-pound guy? Oh, my God. That'd be ridiculous. Dude, a big old fat dude getting torched, that's a lot of fat to burn. How you that uh, would it be is. a lot of fat to burn. It yeah. is. And Not in think- a good way. Not in a sweating to the oldies way. No, no. In a, in a bad way. In a uh, bad oh, way. Oh, and also, Stinky. apparently, um, the fire suppression system did not kick in the way it should have. Oh, boy. And uh, that's not a good thing for a crematorium. So they just had a bunch of baking soda, and they were just tossing it on it. Yeah. Probably Just like co- you do with your grill, right? Probably mm-hmm. cocaine. <laughs> only, only on Tuesdays. Only on Tuesday. Well, it's yeah, it's cocaine Tuesday. Cocaine Tuesday. Cocaine Woo. Tuesday. You need to get that as a drop. It's cocaine Tuesday. So it's, one of the it's cocaine Tuesdays. All right, go ahead. So one of the things I want to talk about now is uh, you know morticians, not so much here locally, but. I was friends with some when I was out in Seattle, and that's a high volume. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, well, people, they could people ne- die. A lot. Yeah. Like every day. Oh, absolutely. Everywhere. Cra- they, they could not. They always smelled like they worked with dead bodies. And I'm like, they could shower a couple times a day. They're like, dude, they make a ton of bank, but you're always going to smell like you mess with dead people. You know, that's, I don't think locally I they have that as much of a problem because no. you, you're not doing it. But these people are doing, these people are doing anywhere between three to five bodies a day. Right, yeah, they have several parlors, and you got yeah. somebody mm-hmm. in the back just cranking out, just know. just embalming the shit out of people, prepping them for their services and everything. These people did have a smell, and I'm just like, ooh, that's off well, point. And so, what what my point is, right, right, what my point is, they created this whole network of fellow morticians, and they would like date each other because they were the <laughs> because, only ones who right, could handle they, they the tolerate smell. The smell, they couldn't smell it anymore because you, of course, right, you become yeah, nose blind you, you to tolerant, things, yeah. Nose blind, and so they really like. I would go out and I'd be like, "Holy shit! It feels like I'm rolling with a bunch of dead people tonight." Because it'd be like four morticians, you know, two couples. I'm like, "Well, we have to date each other because nobody else will right. put up with the stench." You know, I'm I'm sure though that yeah. there there were some goth girls that were just way too into that out there. Right? Oh, oh, like, there I, were, I, I there were. like I was out with one of them, one of the dudes, and he's like, his his mortician girlfriend had just broken up with him, and she yeah. was cute. Right, yeah. She was cute in that nerdy librarian kind of way. She's a beautiful woman. <laughs> nerdy, Don't get li- me wrong. nerdy librarian, except she, you know, and handles bodies, dead bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and love being like just elbow deep in bodies. Elbow deep in a body. She would get turned on by dead bodies. I swear she would probably bang one if she could. 
She I mean, never how, did to my how many, knowledge. How many of them are though? How many? A lot of them are. You think you know someone? This guy I know would not. He's like dead bodies do not turn me on, and I'm like, have you tried? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you're the weird <laughs> one in this story, man. <laughs> For once, hey, at least, right. at least he knows. At least he knows. No, he, he's well aware. So anyway, we wrote we wrote it like a punk show. It was at El Corazon, just a yeah. small. I, I forget what the name of the band was. Old school punk band from '90s. <sighs> They made it semi-big. I, I knew some of their music. Yeah. And um, this goth chick, like, came up to him. And he's like, she's like, kind of into him, vibing. Right. She's like, what do you do? He's like, I'm a mortician. And she, I, no shit, fucking took a big old drag out off his neck and head and sniffed. She's like, you are. And oh uh, he got fucking late that night, I guarantee. Oh, I bet. This goth chick just fucking banged his brains out that night. Yeah, I but she was you. probably like, just lay there, don't move. <laughs> Don't move. You know, all. I never followed Don't up. Move. Let I me never, smell wait, you. I never followed up post mortem with this one, but maybe I should. Well, yeah. I, but I'm, I guarantee she. What is he? Oh, he's a mortician. He is. And I'm like, <laughs> she, so she was probably a groupie chasing other morticians. I have to say. Uh. Uh, but come to find out, like later, I talked to him, and yeah, they had a good night together. But uh, she was into that whole thing, that whole death and everything. She like yeah, death yeah. turned her on. So she would even like. She would go on, like, of course, there's social networks for all this or yeah, underground yeah. shit. And, like, men, women, morticians, she didn't care. She just wanted to bang them all. She was just so turned on by all that. And she was she was a solid, even in Seattle, she was a solid eight and a half in Seattle. Ooh, so that'd be, a, that'd be a 10 all day around here. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, even I damn. saw it, I'm just like, huh. You know, the drummer, Stacy, like, yeah. how I see her, like, this girl was, oh, just... Three rungs above her on the ladder, yeah. Did you make it okay the last couple of weeks with all the pictures she's been posting? I have. She's been modeling a lot, I've noticed. Yeah. I've been going, ah, Yeah, I kind of figured. But I'm okay. I was like, I was like, oh, I should send these to Phil, and then I'm like, well. No, I see him. I see him. He sees those. I see him. You know, her and I have messaged before, so she's on my feed quite a bit, because, yeah. you know, the algorithm says that people that you message, you tend to see their feed a lot more. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're not we're not dummies. We know how the system works. Right. So of course I'm getting all of her modeling how come pics. Mine's all assholes. <laughs> Just clearly buttholes. It's like a mirror, man. Right? Oh fuck you. <laughs> Just a mirror of assholes. Well, that's funny. But yeah, Stacy. Stacy's been putting out. She's a beautiful woman. I think. Yeah. That's Most my definitely. opinion. I mean, you're she's a wrong. model, so I mean. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're and not I wrong. do. I, I like her. I know that. I like her, like her, but I know that would never be a thing. I mean, she's way out of my league. I've asked her yeah, to be well, on a podcast you, before. You, uh, you tend to outkick my coverage. Yeah, you tend to bat above average. I tend to outkick my coverage, don't I? Yeah, bat above my average. Yeah, that's right. I, hey, I swing for the fences, man. I mean, I did too. I, I yeah, I uh, way way overshot. But yeah, Stacy. Oh, Stacy. Ah! And then last year, I love it how her sister's on stage because they had a band with her dad, which they were pretty good. Yeah. And uh, they, she, she was playing the rock and roll flute, her sister, and uh, I think it was, uh, who was it? <sighs> Somebody said, that's what, that's, see that? That's your little sister. That's what she looks like with all, all the goth makeup. And I'm still like pretty hot to me. <laughs> like, I thought so too. Yeah. You know, it might have been Van Landingham. It was. Yeah. It was Eric. Yeah. yeah. Said that. Well, that's what she looks like without it. I'm like, still pretty hot to me. I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Tuscola Palooza this year. 
It's earlier. What is it? 20th, July 25th, I believe. Uh, we might have to look this up to confirm. I, we I'm don't want to be spreading false information. So let's look this up. But Tuscola Palooza, yes, the podcast, and yes, I know Rock Radio 360 has been on a hiatus, but we're going to sponsor it again this year, right? Oh, I yes, for sure. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Let's get it out there. Tuscola Palooza is going to be a wonderful show. Local bands, including a national act, I'm sure will be the headliner. Yes. It hasn't been July, announced. July 22nd. July 22nd. I thought it was July 22nd. So it's a little bit earlier this year because typically it's been the, the first weekend in August. But come out to Tuscola Palooza. Just go to, to TuscolaPalooza.com. Just like it sounds, TuscolaPalooza.com. Check it out. Get your tickets. They're going to announce, I'm sure, the headliner here. Usually they do it uh, within within a month or two here, if I remember right. Usually 152 days. Is that till the show? Yep. There's a countdown timer at TuscolaPalooza.com. I suggest adding them on Facebook. Please. And, uh, you know, watch uh, watch and see what happens. Yeah, of course, yeah. Of course, Rock Radio 360 right up there as a sponsor still. And you'll see you'll see Adam and I there. We'll be there, and we'll be interviewing the bands, I'm sure, in between sets like we did last year, and just having fun in general. One of my favorite days of the year, the last two years. Like, the first year I was so apprehensive about doing it, and just nervous, but I've come a long ways. Oh, it, it's a blast out there. Yeah. And, I mean, we're busy. We don't get to just, we're not just lounging around watching the but show. But we'll still hang out with everybody, but you yeah. know? Well, that, that's the beauty of it, is we get to hang out with everybody. Right. So I mean, yeah. we can do some, you know, some beers and some substances if you want to. We're, we're down for that shit. Yeah, just having a good day at Tuscola Palooza. Sounds beautiful. Oh, Sounds it's beautiful. beautiful. We're you gonna be there this year? I'm I'm still on mute. I think, but no, no, no you're, oh, not. Not? you're good. Am I no, not? no, no you're good. I'm just making wild ac- accusations. I apologize. What an asshole! No, what so you're gonna asshole. be at Tuscola Palooza this year, right? Because you graduate. When, I do. Gra- I do graduate. So you'll be done with college. So well, uh, it's it's kind of iffy, but iffy? essentially, yeah. Yeah, well, close, close yeah. enough. We'll close, say close, close enough. enough. If he can stay off the reefer, he might graduate. You know that ain't happening. <laughs> the graduation or the no, staying you, off the you reefer? Got, you uh, got what? One more semester? Yes. You got to go back for and. Yeah, your pretty much. Teaching stuff and yeah, it's it's solely dedicated to me slaving away in a classroom for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you know, not so different as, than what I'm going to be doing as an actual teacher. Yes, right. Yeah. So you know that'll be fun. But back to Tuscola Palooza. Yeah, Tuscola Palooza. You, you, you might see me make an appearance. You know, grapefruit in hand, as they say. Um, oh, you should yeah. just walk around handing out handing out grapefruit. grapefruits with yeah. holes cut in them already pre yeah. pre cut. We oh. still do have hornygrapefruit.com. That's just beautiful. That we could do something with. One of right. my one of my favorite uh, parts of Tuscola Palooza is uh, man. I thought a bit would come, but it didn't. So now you all get to laugh at how unfunny I am. You are very unfunny. <laughs> oh, I'm dripping with it. I get that I got all the it time. In spades. Oh, I get. I got to. Uh, That's a good drop. Can you guys entertain the kids? I got to go pee. Sure. I'll be right back. So talk, yeah, talk amongst yourselves. Y- your mom caught that on video, and I extracted it from it. That is that, that is, is a, a th- this is dropping. from the Kiss tribute band, and he sounds just like Kiss saying it. I mean, I don't listen to a ton of Kiss personally, but no, I, but I can if, see if it. Paul Stanley was to say Tuscola Palooza, that would it be like it's yeah, that okay. right there. Yeah, okay. that right there that makes sense. That's, that's good stuff. I guess I can see why he's in a Kiss, Kiss tribute band. Yeah, they were pretty good, actually. Yeah? They they were not bad. Not bad. O- overall, uh, you know, but the whole day was 
fantastic. The whole day was great, huh? I mean, I felt like earlier in the day there were some better bands overall. Right. But also, uh, you know, just overly impressed by they they were they were pretty darn good. Last year a Motley Crue tribute. That was oh, really good. Go. I bet, yeah, I bet but you I, like that. To yeah. me, the highlight of the show is some of the local bands that bring in. Right. They're just fantastic. Oh, absolutely. You get to see some local talent showcase. That's that's always heartening. You know? Oh, yeah. You get to see your peers performing and, and doing well. And they're well. just so good. Well, and a lot of them are old like me. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, some are older than me. There you go. Some are younger. You know, I do got to say one of the highlights for me the last two years has been uh, discovering the Blind Riots. Yeah. They're, they're just, they're they're fantastic. I, I think those guys, they're going to be, uh, we're going to go out to one of their shows, I think, uh, the 31st of March. Okay. Show. And uh, Phil and I are going to go out to that with the radio station. And, and uh, we, we'd like to do some things out there. But we're just going to go and see them because they haven't played a lot since they last played Tuscola Palooza. Right. They've recorded a bunch of stuff. They're, they're just good. They're fantastic. Oh, absolutely. I like them. You, you show me a few of their songs. I, I always jam them out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jam out to them. They're very good stuff. Absolutely. And, uh, Follow them on, uh, they, they put a lot of stuff out on YouTube. Uh, they've got, uh, you know, a couple of albums out there. Really good stuff. And you can hear them on Rock Radio 360. Always got to plug that Rock Radio 360. For sure, for sure. That's great stuff. Should probably download it. Yeah. Yeah, well, there is an there is an app. You know, there's you an app. There's a, there's a website. There's there? a website, rockradio360.com. It's almost, it's so easy, you'd almost be dumb not to use it. Yeah. Very, very little commercial interruption. It's just rocking out. That sounds like quality. It is. You know, time is time is money. And if you're spending your time listening to ads, you're giving your, you're giving people money. Yeah, I mean, we want more ads. Well, you want you want more ads. Right now, I say limited commercial interruption. We want more commercial interruption. Right. Because that that pays the bills. That does that does help. That does help. So you know, don't be. But as but as long as it's they are. Yeah, as long as there are fewer commercial interruptions than your competitors, you can still tout limited commercial interruptions. Oh, way interruption. fewer. We, like, at our max, we've decided that it'll be, like, 55 minutes of music, which the average local station plays less than a half hour of music per hour. See, that's that's great value. Yeah. You can listen to so much more time. music with your time. Yeah, for sure. And it's good music. Oh, absolutely. We only put the best out there. I've even taken some of your suggestions as really? a college student and putting them on there. Wow. Yeah. Really appealing to that younger demographic. Trying. Yeah, we're trying. So how'd that go for you? Pretty well. Nice. Then I had to stop for a conversation at the bar. That's okay. As is tradition, as happens. You didn't hear the conversation? No. Good. Was it about me? Yes, it was. Um, it was about your scrotum and how really we were concerned because your right ball seems to be hanging about three inches lower than your left lately. Yeah, you even seen that too? Yeah. It's fucked up, isn't it? Really is. What's been going on with that? Did the stroke affect your scrotum too? Well, I've been doing a lot of right ball stretching okay. lately. A lot of kegels. Just, are, you yeah. just, are you hanging weights off of it or something or just? Yeah, clock weights. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Scrotum training? Yep. Okay. For sure. That's pretty cool. It's a lost art. And I, I've been putting ice on the left side to keep it constricted. Very Asian of you. I dunk it in cold water. There you go. So he puts his right ball his right ball in hot and his left ball in cold with weights on it on the right side. I, I tape my right ball up above my up above my belly button. Ooh. And then just let the left one kind of hang there and uh, just do what it does. Yeah. That's that's beautiful. That's so, like art. 
right there. The bad part is, is pulling that tape off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There is no hair. Because I, yeah, no you, hair left whatsoever. See, but that's, which, all, that's way, also a which, that's by the also way, a positive. Man, could you imagine if we had Manscaper? I know. As as like a sponsor, I would I would be able because to... I really don't want to buy one until they agree to sponsor us. No, so that's, that's the bottom line. That... Manscaper, the balls in your court, literally. My balls are in your court. Yeah, literally, figuratively. Yeah, and I think it's really nice that you're you're standing for your morals like that. You're standing by your principles. I won't buy something unless I get it for free, or get paid to talk about it. You know what? Six of one, half a dozen of the other. I think I still think it's beautiful. Right? Oh, of course. So, Manscaper, I know you're listening out there. Oh, you know it. Yeah, like, just sponsor us, man. Just send us your how, lawnmower for how, how hard is that? Right? And we'll talk about your product because we already know it's a great product. Wait, I'm giving away the milk for free right now. So, yeah. they are not a sponsor, and we're it, not going to mention their name, but you know who you are. It would, it would be a great product were we sponsored by you. It's right along the lines of our target demographic, for sure. Yeah. Whether it be men or women, because the women definitely appreciate a shaved scrotum. Oh, absolutely. Oh, a shorn scrotum? Yes. Is kryptonite. To yeah. Women. Just, yeah, I mean, not, I know your product, not shaved, but you know what I mean, yeah, properly no. groomed. Very, very properly groomed. Yeah. Anyway, now that we're done talking about scrotums and ball hair. A sponsor that we do not have. That we do not have. That we just gave, what, a solid three minutes of promotion. Yeah. Don't buy their product until we, until we are sponsored. Right. We will tell you, we will tell you when you, to buy. We will green light that sale. You you stay on standby. You, you don't move We will give you the promotional you. code to get 20% off. Yeah. I like that. Right? Hey, hey, you know what? 15, 10. We're not picky. Mm-hmm. We're not picky. Yeah. We'll, we'll do what it takes. Hell, 5, we, 10, hell, 20. If you set up your cards right, we'll even give a couple away to some loyal listeners. That, that would be... I'm, I'm sure their promotion would be greatly valued by, right. your, by loyal listeners who don't receive such a product. Right. Even though that might start some, some animosity in your base. We've dealt with this before. As long as we make sure that it's all transparent in the, in the process of how we pick the winners, it's okay. Okay. And okay. our our base, let's face it, our core listener doesn't have a soul or feeling. That's fair. That's fair. But they do have some money. Yeah. They got, well, they we got money. They like capitalism at its best, yes. Oh, absolutely. And they, they like guys who talk about poop, farts, and yeah. manscaped. I feel that we have been missing something without the random fart noises. I feel so too. I felt kind of empty. Honestly, yeah, my soul has felt empty. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, like that pit in your heart. Yeah. Yep. Tell me, you didn't feel a little bit good about Leslie Nielsen farting on TV? You know, it was yeah. it was great. It was it was pretty nice. But me personally, you know, I'm I'm like I'm I'm trying to enjoy Leslie Nielsen in the comfort of my own home. When I'm on the go, you know, when I'm out recording the pod, I, I just want some you know, uninterrupted. <sighs> Fart noises. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't want I backstory. Like I don't want farts. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, we don't, big we don't backstory. Need, we don't need foreplay. I don't. We yeah. don't need. We're men. Right. We're men. We do not need that. The no, oven is no. preheated. It's instant. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We we are five so same, seconds. We're done. Oh. Same thing with your comedy ear holes. Like that's oh. perfect. That's the perfect presentation would, right there. I, beautiful. I like to be surprised by it. You do oh, exactly. much like much much like my own fart. Let me tell you, I was surprised by a lot of farts this weekend. Not my own. Not necessarily your own. <laughs> no. Was it shock and awe? It was. My God, at one point I thought I was at a fireworks show. The Brothers Smith, man, they they bring the heat. I, Especially because I, I fed them chili and pickled eggs. And I can just see that's your own damn fault. Right. Well, I wanted to see what had happened, you know. 
I'm kind of, it's kind of like raising a kid. You know they're about to do something dumb. You don't stop them because you want to see what's about to happen, right? Yeah, that makes sense. So I, I pushed the brother Smith to have a lot of gaseous foods and booze and beer, and it was beautiful, man. It was a symphony. Yeah. It was a symphony of destruction for sure. So I can see it now. Phil comes back, and he goes to a support group, and they're like, Mr. Nickel, you uh, welcome to the Desert Storm PTSD support <laughs> group. Uh you said you're shell shocked. Oh yeah, but I wasn't in Desert Storm. <laughs> this was this was called Operation Winter Thunder. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't walk out of that cabin and have a goth girl walk up to you. Well, you smell like dead bodies. Oh my god. <laughs> you smell like decay. <laughs> I can smell decay on you from a mile away. And desperation. Decay, desperation. What? And PTSD. PTSD. Lots of PTSD. <laughs> what kind of axe What the dog is that? doing? <laughs> what kind of axe body spray is that? <laughs> you used a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to bathe in it. It plays it. Everybody that uses axe bathes in it. That's true. Well, because it's the target demographic for axe is seventh grade boys. <laughs> right. Who don't, who don't know how to apply deodorant. Well, or shower. Honestly, they need a seventh grade boy <laughs> needs that level of stench to cover up their level of stench. So no, a seventh grade boy just needs to take a shower after gym yeah, class. They don't, though. No, no, they, no they it's don't. terrible. So I always say to my kids, don't be the stinky kid. Yeah, like, very important. They, yeah. they struggled with like showering, deodorant, everything. I'm like, don't be the stinky kid. I said, so I always tell them one thing. I'm like, get the sweet spots and wash your asshole is what I always say as they're going off to the shower. I've been saying that for years. They thought they would giggle when they were like eight, nine, ten years old. But now I'm just like, wash your asshole. Don't be the stinky kid. That's uh, yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. It's integral. Right. Yeah. Like, scrub your asshole. And, like, put on deodorant. And just don't be the stinky kid. Don't be the stinky Brush your kid. teeth. Brush your fucking teeth. Yep. Who was the stinky kid when you were in school? I mean, you know who it was, right? You don't have to call him out. Give <laughs> <laughs> a sec. That was money. I can think of, think, uh, I can think of a few kids who were, who were stinkier. Oh, yeah. We had we definitely had some stinky kids. Yeah. 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 Greasy hair. Yeah. It was Andrew. Well, yeah, pretty much. Figures you'd say that. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, uh, we had one kid that literally, we'd have gym class and stuff, and we were in the old middle school. Right. And the showers didn't even work in there. Oh, yeah. But this guy never showered at home and would spray every inch of himself. Like, he would, drop underwear just to spray his ass and his junk but never ever took a shower like the worst greasiest hair ever and uh to his credit he didn't smell bad but he didn't smell good i bet he smelled like axe body spray all the time (laughs) well there was no axe then it was uh right guard in a can ah i see oh my god and he sprayed that in his butthole oh he dude every inch of him That's got to burn a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Could you imagine the you, fact that? Am he I would, wrong on this? No, no. He, the fact, dude, he would he would turn around with his like with his back to everybody, drop underwear, and then there'd just be this cloud around his genitals of like the like pig spray pen. He was using like pig yeah. pen. Oh god. Yeah. And that whole like you'd come in the next day. And that locker room would still smell like right. It'd still smell exactly like it. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. One of my friends always said that they were 
tempted to come in with a lighter one day. <laughs> and just torch him, just burn him down. Him. Did you guys ever make fireballs in the locker room? With with lighters and spray oh, cans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering if that... Uh, how, how much that transcended generations? I'm sure a lot. Oh, for sure. Sure, we've been doing it as songs. As we've had aerosol cans. Yep. But. Yep. Although you guys had acts to do it with, which probably was more effective. Uh, really, really stank up the locker room. Tell you that. Yeah. There were guys that would steal their sister's Aquanet, their hairspray, and there like bring go. it in, and then they'd try and spray people with it, and then eventually that turned lighting in on fire. As most things with middle school boys do. Yes. That is where it goes. Yeah. This is the part where Phil gets on his phone. Yeah, you know. It, it, I had something important happen. to say there. Sorry. <laughs> At least he's not totally distracted. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm <sighs> oh, the night is still young. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I just, I, I had he's, got, he's got time to get distracted. I had something important to, to do there for a minute. So Okay. Yeah, that's all right. I'm just picking on you. It's it's trying to secure future guests for the podcast, so it's 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 so, business. So it's business. Okay. Yes. Unlike what you do over there. Should uh should we give Cookie a call? We haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, we got we got another 15 20 minutes on this episode. Let's give Cookie a call. Yeah, let, let's do it. Cuz we're at about 45, aren't we? Yeah, give or take. Sounds about right. A boot. Although I lost my timing when I went because not sitting here. Yeah, well, we're at 41. 41. Oh, I was four minutes off. <clears throat> A little shit better answer. I don't think he's gonna. He probably doesn't have a voicemail either. He's probably in bed. This guy's dead. Cross him off. Major League. I'm sorry. The person you were trying to reach uh, has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Oh, wow. Please try your call again later. Oh. oh. Kind, of, kind of being a fucking asshole right now, honestly. Yeah, what an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Kind of being a, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Damn it, Cookie. It feels more like home with that going. It does. It really it's, does. It's, yeah. Is the Taco Bell dong running too? Yep. Taco Bell dong. And okay. uh, what's the dog doing? What's the dog the, uh, doing? Get the. Well, this might be a controversial request. I'd like to change out what that dog doing for uh, bad the bad to the bone riff. Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy knows I, what I'm talking all about. All right, I'll allow it. I think we should. Can we do that for this uh, this episode? Some, the next just to get some variance. Yeah, a little bit know? of variety. Yeah, yeah. Well, should we just add it to the mix? Yeah, just add it to the mix. Yeah, fuck it. Pretty at soon this, we're gonna have point, things. We'll, there'll be no talking. It'll just be fucking random shit playing. I think that would be that would be such an, an improvement. Bomb ass. Yeah, pot. It I, can't be worse. It cannot be worse. No, I, I think it would be difficult for us to get worse than we currently are. Right. Right. It. It, it would. It, it, would, it, it would be so tough. The bar has set pretty low. I've just got to find it. Give me a second here. We'll be fired up. Taking a long time, old man. There, there's a lot of these. <laughs> click one. No, there's a lot. Excuse me. A lot of the one hour of silence. Oh, man. The old people were angry when I got here tonight. Did I tell you that? I haven't oh, told yeah. you because I was busy with other things. They're wondering why we have this table reserved. You know, the Knights of the Round Table, the old fuckers yes. that drink coffee. They're gone by now. Why we had the, the, the ones that were over there? Yeah, why we have the Knights of the Round Table, why we get the Round Table, and they ask why we can't do our podcast upstairs. And it's like because we actually like being out with the people. Yeah. The people. 
They were angry, the people. Yes. Especially yep. the junior. We'll get you a junior ring. Oh, that's oh. what we're going to get. Yep. We got that sponsor money coming in now. We're going to buy you a junior ring. It's just going to be rolling in it. It's J and R. And then when you punch people, you can be like, pop, junior. Dude, why stop at a ring, honestly? Why not just some brass knuckles? Just brass junior. knuckles with junior across it's the whole word. Yeah, there you pop. go. Slap. <laughs> it's a celebration, bitches. Could be a cock ring. Oh. oh. Make it good for uh, Silent S, too. Right? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, gosh. All right, golly. so we got oh, four things Cookie, going cookie texted. Shares, okay. We don't need to share that on air, but Cookie's got some stuff going on, okay. which is why he didn't answer. Okay. I don't want to share that on air because that's none no, of anybody's no. business. No. I mean, I think it's always kind of a fun segment in, uh, in any podcast where we reveal members and friends I, of the pod's close personal information. I right. just, uh, I, I figured we'd try and call him because he did send through a message to the podcast hotline that said, uh, I'm gay. So oh, I thought really? that was worthy of exploring. That right. He, well, he's gay or you're gay? He, no, oh. it says I'm gay. Like, he's gay. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm glad for that clarification. Right. Well, congratulations, Cookie, for, for coming out. We're all very proud of you. And we hope everything goes all right with the other things you have going on. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm really waiting on that one. Well, we already had one. Yeah, but one's, where were you? Sometimes one's not enough. No, we'll get another one soon enough. I sometimes you it. get that Jones in. Oh, I, I got it. I need it. I need oh, it. That's a good. There's one. only one thing that'll that's fix it. Really I got a Jones in. Got a fever. I got a fever. The only cure is more cowbell. Yes. <laughs> Thank that God. was well almost perfectly timed. It was. It's amazing how intuitive. The Taco Bell, the Taco dong, Bell is. dong is. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Taco Bell dong. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Anthony takes it all the time. There's very little I will take. If you ever offer him Taco Bell dong, he is going just to gonna be it. all over In- that dong. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. I'm, I'm drooling. I'm slobbering. You're like, dong. Dong. So the only two like fast food joints I really care for, well, three. I can add Wendy's to it, but Taco Bell, Wendy's, and Arby's. That's about it. Everything else. That's a solid... <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, like Sandusky Dairy Queen's right up there too, but it's not Sandusky, as good as it was Sandusky before. Sandusky Dairy Queen A is an anomaly. Right. It you is. know, you're, it not, is. you're not finding many Dairy Queens that with that level of quality. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it certainly has gone down, but I'd, I'd say it's still a step above the rest. Oh, 100 percent. And uh-huh. I've also lost the enzyme that allows me to digest McDonald's food anymore, other than their French fries and their McNuggets. That's it. So all yeah. I taste when I get anything but a chick, I can't eat the beef at McDonald's anymore. No. Same. It literally makes me sick to my stomach and. Just tastes chemical to me. Right. Hmm. I think it's a superpower I got with my stroke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. To taste McDonald's for what it really and is. And I'm glad you're binding Ain't your scrotum slime. too since your stroke. Oh, dude. I Did they tell you that binding your scrotum would help with recovery? Uh, well, it's not so much binding as taping. Like yeah. tucking. Right. Okay. Tucking up. Tucking, rolling, even? No, just tucking up. I don't. No, I don't haven't, roll. Haven't it. I haven't gotten rolling. rolling. Yet. I yeah, gotten that makes rolling. sense. Like you're not rolling your balls around in your scrotum, but just just know that if I'm that's rubbing, how you twist up your vast efforts. Yeah, if I'm rubbing my belly, it's not because something tasted good. Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Very good to know. So you know, watch out for that. <laughs> Anthony says he sits on the couch and rubs his belly all night long. He does. It scares me. Yeah, I, I'm I'm walking out. You know, in my bedroom. I'm now. I know what was going on. Right. You know, right. and that's just like 
a lot of trauma you know suddenly rearing its head knowledge is power but sometimes not good power no i don't feel very you powerful know, right now no not at all I, I feel like you probably had power taken away from you if anything yeah i uh yeah, i absolutely. sit on the couch like al bundy but i think he didn't take it far enough <laughs> that's what i say there you go al bundy's got nothing on me bitches it's like man your waistband needs to be your elbow not at your like knuckles <laughs> you need to be elbow deep bitches what you going to get to from there? Right. <laughs> Jesus. Selling yourself short. <laughs> well, I mean, a, a knuckle for you is the, is the tip of the scrotum. Well, it, when I have it taped up. Yeah, you got it taped right. up, yeah, about, about your belly button, you know? Right, yeah. Right, about, right below the line of your jeans. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A knuckle, maybe nah, two. boy. I have an any, so I, sometimes I... I Tuck it in there like it's a, like it's a golf tee. There you go. <laughs> like it's a golf tee. You know, one of my uh, one of my favorite insults I've, I've ever been told was uh, was by my high school wrestling coach. Yeah, I remember he looked at me one day and he goes, "Anthony, if you cut an inch off your pecker, you'd have a scab on your ass." <laughs> Classic. It was it's a good one. Oh, a, a great one. And you're like, you're the one that's staring at it, right? That would be the comeback, right? You know, I didn't have. Yeah, I didn't have that level of comedic ch- comedic chops when I was. We're getting when I was you there. Boy. Yeah, we're getting you there. Slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah. Stick with us, kid. <laughs> we'll get you. You got to have a comeback for everything. Don't let them float on, man. Yeah, we'll we'll all float on. You know. That's right. I don't know why Junior's raising his hand over there. So what else do you want to talk? Any gear grinds? I didn't ask. Anybody have any gear grinds today? Hmm. <sighs> you know. The the jur- the jury is out Ooh. on this whole new format for the uh, Hall of Fame, or you know, for the All Star for basketball. For, for the, for the Pro Bowl. Oh my God! Was that, for what? For the Pro Bowl? Oh, the Pro Bowl! Oh Jesus Christ! Was, I couldn't, was I couldn't that hear the jury? you do was that, that massive squeaker, man. Because there was no real Pro Bowl. I mean, well, they play flag football now. Yeah, I don't. I just skip that. I guess I like the skills competitions. Just do skills competition. We don't need the flag football game no. itself. No, I think no. I, I'm personally of the opinion that all of these high end football players selected for the Pro Bowl should just line up head-to-head and hit each other till they've all got CTE. They're already doing that during the regular yeah. season, so I mean, why not? They're all doing yeah, but I think, they, I think it would be real cool just if advance they it. it for us. Yeah. Just we can see their brains wilting away. Yeah. Put some, and then uh, they're going to shoot somebody and kill themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Put some MRI machines on them so we can watch the brains fade away in just, real just, time. Just put them in the old leather helmets. There you go. And let them play a game at current speed. You know, that, that's well, one thing. There's a lot to say about this, and I will say this, you know, scientifically, if you look at it, with the advancement of equipment became the advancement of one thing, and that's fearlessness, because things hurt a lot less when you hit hard. Like, oh, back yeah. when they had leather helmets, they were a lot more cautious, because you know what? You just didn't have the protection. But well, as equipment yeah. evolved, they, and of course, as physiology evolved, things like diet, things like everything... Athletes today are far supreme than what they were years ago due to well, medical advancements, due to diet, due to everything. Absolutely. But now you've got these people, these colossal people, 
that are just powerful human beings with no fear because of the equipment they're wearing, just hurtling their bodies at one another. What did you expect is going to happen? Well, I hate to say it. 50, 60 years ago, there were no six, seven guys in the NFL. No. You know, rocking people for all their six, worth. Six, seven, 390 pounds yeah. and right. like a 32-inch weight. And could bench press, press 490 pounds. Yeah. 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 And could, oh, and could run a four five forty. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the other thing, too, is it, it's like when you look back. So I met uh, Tom Nowatsky one time and Mike Ditka. Ditka. And uh, I shook Mike Ditka's hand. I shook his hand, and my hand disappeared. Right. But he wasn't any taller than me or anything. But, I mean, you could tell just structurally he was a monster. Oh, yeah. And uh, thank you, sir. And, but like, we, we have not. We yet. have not yet. I don't know. We want to do one. You we, put, put one on ice for Junior. We need to. Yeah. Sounds like a. He brought us such a small glass. I know. Christ, he's tiny. Yeah. I thought your glass would be bigger. I shall call you <laughs> Mini Me. <laughs> I knew where we were going with this whole bit. You just got to the punchline quicker than I did. <laughs> Score one for the good guys. Well, oh, wait, Junior's shit. the good guy. Yeah, I don't. Know, I don't know if I'd ever call you guys the good guys. No, no, we're not. We are clearly not. Stretch. So, Tom Nowatzki was like this mammoth man, though, and he was a running back. You know, he was a Super Bowl five MVP. Right. You know, but I mean, he was a mammoth man. I mean, just huge. And it's like you're a running back. You're bigger. Than Ditka, who's a linebacker. Right. And uh, you both kind of scare me a little bit. But the thing that like really stood out to me was Ditka's Super Bowl ring I could have wore as a crown. Yeah. It was massive. And then his hands were just huge. It just when he shook my hand, my hand disappeared. And huh. I thought, these guys are small compared to current day NFL players. Oh, one hundred percent. And uh it's do you remember Tom Beers? Oh, of course, from Laker High School, yeah. Yes. Beers. Tom Beers. We had a whole series of Tom Beers, and it'd be like, you know, Chuck Norris-esque things like Tom Beers once, you know, had an awkward moment just to see how it felt, <laughs> you know? Oh, God. <laughs> we had a whole series way back when. We did. We did. That's pretty good. Yeah. Now, he, I mean, he was, he was in high school before me. Like, you know, like Tom Beers eats lightning and craps thunder, you know? Yeah. Which he probably did. To There's be from thunder. Lakers and make There's it to the NFL thunder. is pretty solid. Right. Nope, didn't figure it out. Um, but, it, you know, it's just the size of these guys. And, and at that time, like, I asked Tom Nowitzki, I'm like, what was your 40? He's like, I don't know. We didn't really measure that back then. Right. You either could knock people down or you couldn't. I mean that. that I, picks, I picks things up and I sets them down. I kind of pictured it looking at like the size of his feet and stuff. That he ran like a seven three forty, but he would just <laughs> knock the fuck out of everybody. But it was like way. a freight train coming through. Okay. So all you hear is <laughs> exactly that too. Beautiful. That's what you did as you got in. I don't think our timing on these could get any better. It's, no, it's I don't been either. pretty stellar so far this episode. Yeah. And I, you know, it's not overpowering having four things going at once. No, no, really, it's it's kind of nice. Well, I, yeah. feel, I feel like we get a few farts, then we get a few. Nah, 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 nah. It's then pretty. What the dog doing? It's yeah. pretty wholesome. It's pretty wholesome. Yeah, yeah. In that it fills yeah. the hole right. in my heart. Yeah, potholes and mommy holes fill them all. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. I've been working on it. I know. 
God bless you. <laughs> Mainly the potholes, though, listeners. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm out there with you. My shovel and coal patch just going at him. <laughs> right? <laughs> what had, the dog doing? Hadn't played a good junior drop yet. Yo, I know. You haven't played many drops so far. But, of course, we've, we've got the randoms going, so they kind of uh, yeah, infiltrate they fill, they the fill hole. the void. They fill the void. Yeah. They kind of take care of it. Oh, there. boy. Now I've hit some drops. There it there is. Nice. Oh. I think we fit our, our drop quota for the day. No, close. No. Pretty for the, damn for the close. App, yeah. For, the for episode one. For episode maybe. one, we might be close. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not. I'm not making any assertions as to whether or not we're there. But we gotta be. We gotta be close. So, any other gear grinds? I guess we gotta got to yours. How about you, Anthony? Man, I got a lot of stuff grinding my gears. <laughs> I've got a lot imagine. of problems with a lot of you people, and now you're gonna hear about it. Exactly. And these guys are. Mm. Well, I, <laughs> just grinding my gears. <laughs> No, I can't think of anything right now. You're putting me on the spot too much. A lot of pressure. I, lo- I of love pressure. Mikey Smith, and I know he's a professional driver, but he is never in a hurry. <laughs> like, he gets paid by the hour. Well, I know today we're on our way back, and he's like, what's the speed limit here? And it was on I-75, and I'm like, 75. I look over, he's got the cruise set right on 75. And I'm like, <laughs> I get it, buddy. What the dog doing? Right, that's what I wanted to say. What the dog doing? So like, I want to get home. I need to take a nap, which I did not get a nap. Oh, but you're in good man. spirits. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I might have pulled the MC alimony move and got some gas station amphetamines. Ah, <laughs> like that's a solid play. How they, how like, they we'll let future Phil worry about that. I told him he should call in tonight, but uh, he wasn't feeling real well. Today, I didn't actually so. do that, but I did have half. Believe this, half of a Red Bull. Oh, this is me on half of a Red Bull. God damn. Ooh. Yeah. Could you imagine a full Red Bull, the full Monty? And that's only the 8.4-ouncer. Yeah, the, the tiny one. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh me on Red Bull, one. I'm wound up like an eight-day clock, dude. Whew. Sounds like a lot. It is a lot, but it's it's majestic. Oh, I, I like a I like a pig flying. Oh, yeah, but I'm going to crash hard. Well, yeah. How you doing? Tomorrow about noon. She's ignoring me. Tomorrow about noon, you'll crash hard. Oh, yeah, when I'm at work. There you go. I'll be at oh, my desk sleeping and drooling. A double shot of drop. That was nice. And it's nice. Very nice. Excellent. Mm. Is it me or does somebody say hot tub in the background? They do. Hot tub. Mm. Yeah, they hot do. Tub. Hot tub. That could be a drop in of its own. I, felt I know. Like. I think it could be. Like you, you need to isolate that. that yeah. yeah. I don't know that I have enough room. I, I might be able to do it. My my chops are pretty good. Ha! Yeah, you've been practicing. Yeah, might huh. be able to pull that off. You can do it. Yeah, I have faith in you. If you tried your hardest. so instead of playing with your scrotum, like take fifteen minutes away from that and just make that drop. Only fifteen. That's all we're asking. That's all we're asking. Yeah, fifteen minutes less of scrotum time. You can even keep one hand on it. You're asking a lot. I know. You can keep the left hand on it because it's useless anyway. That is true. Well, it, it, it can certainly hold has its uses. It's, it's really good at juggling the scrotum by now. Yeah, yeah it has, has a couple things that's, it's getting good at. That's his physical therapy, is juggling his scrotum. Okay, so I have I have another gear grind. All right, go on. When Phil so, talks about your scrotum. No. So I've been watching Ash versus the Evil Dead, right? Oh, that's a great show. I love it. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of jump scare shit. The Jewish chicken there is hot. Yeah. <laughs> so. But normally I say fuck the Jews, but she's hot. Well, you're still saying it. 
Right. Oh, sorry. Just in a different way this time. My bad. Um, so, and it, it's wrong to say the Jews are hot. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweeping Count, generalization, Phil. Come yeah. on. So, I've noticed that, like... Is it Pedro? <laughs> Pedro's one of my favorite characters, too. Oh, right? he's, he's awesome. He's amazing. No, my, the, the, look, my, the look on his face sometimes, like, as an actor, like, he just really nails what they're trying to do with yeah. that whole show. Yeah. Well, they all do. Yeah. I mean, it, very well acted out. Yeah, the lady, the the the, the sheriff, she's also on uh, uh, You're the Worst, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, really? So she's really good on that. You're the Worst is a great show. I'm going to have to check one that out. One of the top, in, my, in the history of television for comedies, I put that in my top ten. Really? And that's, that's pretty staunch and stout right there. But anyway, so, go ahead about your... So I've noticed, my, my beef is with me. Okay. I've noticed that when, I, when there's a jump scare... My right side does nothing because I, I don't get scared by that. Stuff. But your left side does. But my left side will will jump. So like, is your left side like into Evil Dead? Then it's more scared. <laughs> just, yeah, I just saw your left side twitch. <laughs> you did. Yeah, it scared me. I did. Just a little. You were a little frightened. Just a little one, but it so it's me. weird. That's what a weird, weird side effect. Yeah. That the fact that your left hand is your left side is scared, but your right side like, isn't. I could hold a full drink in the right side and not spill a drop. Right. If it was on the left side, it'd be all over me and anybody. That's amazing. If it's anybody's weird. had a stroke and encountered this, please let us know because I want to know more about this because that's fascinating. Yeah, it's weird. That is fascinating. It is. Oh, and just so you know, the the microdosing helps a ton because I haven't microdosed in two months. Right. And uh, took <laughs> one dose and noticed a huge difference, like right away. Right, I I have not microdosed also. <laughs> I have not microdosed also in about three weeks, but I definitely macrodosed over this past weekend. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You may not want to uh, fire up a microdose for a few days. I figure I'll wait till about about Thursday. I think. Yeah, yeah. I still feel the effects. I'm still happy. And boy, my dreams! Holy balls! Good. I got cursed in one of them. Really? And I was I just laughed and I was cool with it. I'm like, you can't hurt me. Well, that is the beauty. Right. Like this witch doctor in New Orleans cursed me. And I'm still like, yeah, no biggie, buddy. Shit, I call that Tuesday. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> if you uh, knew my story, bitch. I've crawled out of hell three times. Where have you been, buddy? Uh, <sighs> mm. Uh, yes, microdosing is the shit. It is. It is. I enjoy it. Uh n- uh, 10 out of 10 would highly recommend. If you suffer from anxiety, depression, minor aches or pains, recovering from something traumatic like a stroke, it helps with everything, man. It does. It comes Do it. from the earth, man. It's natural. Just, uh... I digress. Just just do it. Just try it. I don't know what that was. I'm, uh, I'm sending Mikey a text. Okay. Tell me what you think when you see it. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, let it let it rip. You should have it. Well, there it is. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's perfect. So I, I did get a new phone. Oh, I have not yet. I, that's on my docket for this week. Dude, can highly recommend the uh, Pixel Seven. Nice, very very great. Nice. Googly mooglies. Yeah, I mean you wouldn't like it because it's useful. 
It's an android. I don't like useful things. Yeah. I don't like needful things either. Well, it would surpass your usefulness, I think. Yeah, my usefulness and my needfulness would go out the window. The Matrix would cross. It would. I'd end up strewn into space in hyper hyperspeed, and I'd end up four galaxies away. Yeah. And then no one Not would sure know. Not sure that's good. No. that's That might be the, the, the psychedelics talking from the weekend. That could be. You'll have that on these bigger jobs. Well, you know, it happens. Cost overruns galore. Yeah, All right, we should probably get out of here this episode. I have a feeling we're over an hour now. I don't I don't think we are. Ah. Oh, we holy shit. We um, are. It seems like it's been about five minutes since I said forty one minutes. Hmm. Time flies when you're It really does. This has been a pretty uh pretty decent episode. I don't know. It's just bare bones again. Yeah. Nothing crazy, nothing wild. Oh, no, it's not wild here. A little low key. There's some people here. The the useful the usual suspects are here. I think on uh, tomorrow's episode we'll have to call Junior. Yeah, we'll call Junior, and maybe we'll get into Twitter because I have oh, a feeling that yeah. Anthony can, can contribute a lot to Twitter. Yeah, if he's going to join us for another episode, yeah, and the old GHC's lurking out there somewhere. I don't know where GHC he is. He can at least call in the fucker. Right, he can at least call in. If he can't make it here, call in. You should just text him that. Like, yeah, I will call in. I will. All right. What a bastard. Let's take us out of here for this episode. All right, let's do it. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Anthony Filkins, thank you for joining us. He stepped away to hit the restroom, but that's okay. He's here in spirit. Thank you once again for listening to the PA Podcast Express. And uh, you know what? Make good choices.